everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, a.k.a. Adrian. And my guest with me today is no other than EC the Goat. EC, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be here, Cheese. Yeah, thank you for coming on once again. I mean, the last episode we were in, you were the most popular episode, most listened episode, honestly, back in episode four. That's EC, crazy. how do you feel about that? I mean, I think it's crazy. I'm happy that you asked me to be back especially on like is this going up on your birthday the day of my birthday yeah yeah on the day of your birthday what a special episode i know why not you know exactly. and why not do you have it with the person just you know one of my good friends yeah why not so the last episode like uh, i said ec did an amazing job on that and it was basically about her story about how like she went to earlham college to play basketball like college basketball in the d3 level and then things didn't go the way she wanted to so she hated it, basically. And then since she didn't like it, she went to Purdue and liked it. And so basically the purpose of this episode, I kind of want to continue on with her story from her like summer adventures, from her internship, from her side jobs. Yeah, and her trip to like Denver, like her multiple trips to Denver and stuff like that. And also her like uh, preparation to uh, going into her junior year uh, at Purdue. So EC, how does that sound to you? Sounds great. Yeah, and hopefully... That's, uh, you know, the stuff that EC is about to share. Hopefully some of you guys, whoever is in college, can relate. So, EC, I want to ask you, how's your summer been overall? It's been good. I can't believe it's literally over, like, next week. Um, But I've been busy and trying to hang out with my friends as much as possible and just soak up the summertime. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. So, EC... Well, so can you tell me more about your internship? Because to prepare for this episode, I kind of re like re listened to the our yeah. episode we had earlier. Uh-huh. You mentioned that in that episode that you're having an internship virtually, that your major is psychology, mm-hmm. and what you want to do later once you graduate is uh, pediatric occupational therapy. Yeah, is that all right? Yep, correct. So, Easy, tell, tell me about this whole internship, like the name of it. What was your role? And then, yeah, what would you do on a weekly basis? Since we never yeah. really dig deep, like, what do you call on, it? On, like, my day-to-day. Yeah, we never, yeah. like, really went into depth about that. Mm-hmm. So it's called Nurtured Pediatrics. It's based out of Denver, Colorado. Do you want me to explain what it is? Or I did that last time, didn't I? Not, not really. It's basically, I mean, the people I work under, they're pediatric occupational therapists. Um, they work with like little babies and toddlers and all that on just all sorts of things. But the lady I work with focuses on like feeding and all that for babies. I won't get too into that because right. that's not that interesting to some yeah. people. So yeah, like my title, I kind of just was, I, I would say like an assistant to her basically. I ran like most of our social media pages and just like tried to keep like content coming, just like created as much stuff as I could with the stuff I was also learning from her when I would shadow her or do whatever I needed there. And then I also do like a lot of research for her and like make like for parents, if a, if their baby was struggling with like sitting up or eating solids or something like that, I could make them like a little pamphlet on like ways to do that just based off my research and from her. And then also she just created like a course, like a podcast style oh, course. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> On, like, feeding and all that stuff for babies. So I worked a lot on, like, setting up 
she's talking behind it but i just like set up the slides and stuff for people that wanted to listen or watch and not just listen so did you basically work with like babies only or did you work with like little kids like like in preschool or or, like kids in elementary late middle school yeah it's kind of like just all around she focuses on like babies and like Mm -hmm. that area there was a few like older kids we saw that were in like later elementary school like young middle school but most of hers that I saw with her were babies so what did you like enjoy about that internship I mean I enjoyed it all I think it was a great learning experience because I went into it thinking like I really wanted to be with like babies only and I really do like that but I also think I want to be with a little bit of like older kids too to be able to like create relationships a little bit better but it really gave you that in-depth experience to what oh yeah it's what it's actually like to be a pediatric occupation therapist right yeah exactly and like being behind the social media like i've never done that before so i learned like a ton even though that has nothing to do with like my major and stuff but i learned a ton from making the social media posts and then also like how to run a successful social media page and like get as much information out there for the people that are like following them you know yeah, that's awesome so yeah. like talking about the social media posts mm-hmm. were they promotions of like clients trying to to join have prospects join that specific sessions or what was those specific yeah. posts about a lot of it just ranged like right now the course is that her podcast course is like just being <laughs> she's releasing it like next week so right now all of our social media is just like promoting that course and like what it is and why you should do it and all that but like throughout the summer it was just a mix of like everything, things that she was doing, like questions. If parents would have questions, they'd send in like DMs or something. Mm-hmm. And then I would just make that into a post of like, you know, on a main social to be on the profile page. So other like all parents or anyone that follows her, other like occupational therapists that follow her for ideas and stuff can see it. Oh, what was your supervisor's name, boss's name? Her name's Leah. Leah. So yeah. did she, was this a client, like what do you call it, office she ran or was it just part of a another yeah. like doctor's place? I don't know no, how to no, explain no. it. Yeah. yeah. This is like her place. So wow. she is, yeah, she's pretty awesome. She mm-hmm. is like basically runs it out of her house but she does mostly like telehealth sessions or she goes into like her patients homes and works with them which I think is really important for babies because like as a parent like you can't like I can't be like go tell a baby to practice this exercise every day and it has to be convenient yeah so like for that it's really helpful for the babies to be a in their home setting and then Mm -hmm. be a parent like a lot of it's just parent coaching too because like I said babies can't you yeah. know, you can't tell them to do something and expect them to. That's interesting. But yeah. obviously, as they get older, then they can, like, learn oh, themselves yeah. as well. It's just crazy to think yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very crazy. And I was also, yesterday, to prepare for this episode, I was watching a couple YouTube videos of what uh, preoccupation, wait, pediatric, pediatric occupation yeah. therapists do. <laughs> Since, like, when you talked about that the last episode, I didn't really know what they did, honestly. So I just went and watched the videos. And I was like, man, when I was watching these videos, I was like, I can see EC doing this. Really? I can see here, like... <laughs> really liking this because like when i watched one of the videos the one the people the girls that was a you know therapist she was like the best part of my job is you know walking out with the kids right and then that kid walking to their mom or dad and saying mom dad i learned something and then that brought her the biggest smile to her face so is that something that you want to experience as well or like can you tell me what do you really expect to get out of this like career field once you like get it Yeah, I was like, 
I just decided occupational therapy like last summer and I was always up in the air of like what I was even gonna do for a while I wanted to be like like child like kids counselor and all that you would be good at that as well honestly yeah which I think I would love that but I also think I I'm very like emotionally attached to people so like I think I'd have a hard time with like letting a kid go home to a not good life but anyway I just I really think I want to just be able to like make an impact on like the mental side of things too so that's Mm -hmm. why I think I want to focus more on older like elementary middle school age kids because it involves cognitive skills excuse me not just their social skills am I right yeah exactly and a lot of the stuff like I love the babies and everything too but you it's just hard to see the progress and like a way like that where if I'm talking to a seven-year-old about their feelings and how he can go about this and how he can like handle our emotions better and then obviously also do like more physical things too but that is like what I really want to happen. You really want to like work with the kids that are like you know gonna be like you know older because mm-hmm. they're gonna remember the experience. Yeah, is yeah. That, is that why you really want to? Because I can see it. Yeah, and I feel like I can connect with them too. Like with babies, you're connecting with the parents more, and I really want to have like a one on one. The impact on with that kid. Kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So like you can say, hey, this internship overall truly benefited you, and oh, yeah. and then you. And does this experience make you more excited and eager to learn more, like, in school about, you know, uh, occupation therapy? Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, sorry, go ahead. No, and then I was going to say, so you're not basically having second thoughts to finish off that question. Yeah, no, no second thoughts. I feel, like, a lot better than I did, like, last summer and the summers going in before that where I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Because with a psychology degree, it's like... You kind of have to know what you're going to do or else you're not really. Because there's so many branches within yeah. the major itself yeah. to where you have to be specific once you reach a master's. Yeah, which you can graduate with so many options. But like with just a psychology degree, you're not like, I don't just like anything special right away. Like you have to do a lot more extra stuff. Yeah, I heard that like a psychology is so common nowadays to where you like, you know, like you said, you have to get a master's yeah. to actually make some you know, get money and then yeah. to enjoy, to have a uh, exact career put like on Like a name. specific, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I mean, some people, they don't need anything else besides just their psychology degree, and that's it. But if you want something more than just, like, that basic, like, you have to know because you have to go, like, get your or master's or another certification. Exactly. Yeah. So I was so stressed, like. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, last year and the year before that because I'm like, what am I even going to do with this? Like, I don't know. But kind of when I figured that out, I was like, I feel so much better and I'm so excited and I'm just ready to like start. I mean, I'm not trying to like wish college away, but I am so excited to like no, be fine. working, yeah. you know? That's really exciting to hear that. I'd rather yeah. you, I hear that, that and then you second guessing. Yeah. So that's Which, really, there will be hard times, but yeah. Obviously, yeah. The, nothing comes easy. So obviously it's done by now, right? The internship? Um, Actually, I'm going to carry it on throughout like the school year too. Oh my gosh, no way. Because yeah. my last question about this segment was that, yeah, what's your plans for the next internship? So when you said that you're going to keep carrying this on, yeah. how did this happen, right? Yeah. And then how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely really excited that I can, like, keep doing it because I think it's just, like, a continuous learning thing. And then it kind of just happened, like, Leah, my boss, was like, you know, I'd love to keep you around. Like, if you want to keep working for me, like, you can. And shadowing her because in order to go to grad school, like, for my, like, the school I want you have to have so many hours of like shadowing part of the Purdue curriculum or just how just to go into grad school okay, okay. you have to have like so many hours of shadowing someone um 
before you can even apply. Right. So I kind of get the benefit of doing that for her and then learning just I feel like I just learned so much. It's kind of like she also calls me her student in a way, too, because she just teaches me like so much stuff. So, yeah, when she asked me, I was like, of course, like, why not? So, like, I'm assuming uh, you and Leah's relationship bonded pretty well throughout the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with like, I know I keep saying social media, but it's a lot of what I did. I mean, that's what life's all about involves nowadays, if you think about it. Yeah, true. So, like, having that, like, I think we had like a pretty close relationship because we were in contact all the time of like, Hey, let's try and post about this today. Or can you tell me about just ideas that yeah. you can share with her or she can share with you. You guys yeah. like help each other. If yeah. you think about it. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. How like, you know, you can like, she's open to hear ideas from you or from whoever. She's not close being closed minded. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, it's her own what clinic what do you call yeah. it yeah i mean you could call it a clinic because she has other occupational therapists that work for her okay. too she's not the only one so there's like three other people on her team mm-hmm. so it's not huge but they all just travel around like the denver area mm-hmm. and go to people's homes and stuff but yeah so with this internship gonna be happening during this fall right yeah is it gonna be flexible within your school hours with your academics or like how's how's that balance with your schedule yeah i see what you mean i mean i think it'll work well with just like the research and all the other stuff I have to do shadowing. I'm not really sure how that's going to look because if I have class at a time, she has a, like a session. I'm just, it's not going to happen, but that's not anything that I'm like required to do. That's more of like, Hey, I'm allowing you to come watch me, you know, because that's something I'm going to have to need. So it should be flexible. I was able to have work another job this summer and then also babysit if you really call that a job. But babysitting helped me like be able to work on stuff for her and then also Mm -hmm. like not just be sitting at home because yeah yeah Yeah, i mean that's awesome you see that you're learning so much within this internship and even the the things that you're not doing with that internship like you said babysitting it's like still gaining new skills working with little kids that's awesome to hear so i want to talk about some other things that happened during your summer right so you like you said you worked some side jobs because did you work at dreddy's this summer yeah yeah so tell me and like you mentioned just now you were babysitting Mm -hmm. so tell me how was working side jobs along with working an internship because most kids you know yeah most college kids would just focus on the internship and then just you know you know have fun for the rest of the summer Mm -hmm. you took the extra mile by you know doing other side jobs doing other things yeah besides doing other fun things with your friends Mm -hmm. what made you want to be more productive well i guess one of the things is like with my internship it's not like i have to sit at my desk from nine to five and like be doing work continuously right. it's kind of just like when things Welcome come to up, my life yeah literally <laughs> no but like i can come home if i can't sleep at at night and i want to like oh i could get some work done like i get some work done and that's just that helped a lot and also like I cannot, I don't like to sit around and do nothing, so. It just bugs you, right? Yeah, it does. So, I obviously, like, A, I'm getting a lot out of my internship for grad school, but I'm get she, I was paid, but not, like, paid a lot of money. Like, not getting the obviously. bag, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I needed some, like, money to go to school, um, so that's why I also worked at Jaretti's, and then I was, like, I still have, like, some times on my hands, so I worked, like, three days a week at Jaretti's, and then on the other days I just babysit and then when I babysit I was able to kind of like multitask because I had that and then school I took summer classes yeah, too. Yeah because when you were babysitting it, it gave you the chance to you know do your internship right? Yeah. So you know you kind of it was kind of a win-win mm-hmm. and like you said you gained skills got more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then so yeah so that's awesome that 
you were doing all of that on one single summer. And then, you know, I'm proud of you. And then, Thanks, uh, you geez. know, your family must be proud of you and your friends. Thank so you. talking about non-work during yeah. the summer, what other like fun or productive things you had going on this summer? Because, you know, yeah, because you went to Denver yeah. a couple of times. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went through like a lot of like I'd go through a week of just working like I never worked on Sundays, but like six days a week. And I mean, like from 7 a.m. and then I go work a double at night and I would just be like that's all I did and sometimes I'd be like oh my gosh it's a grind yeah <laughs> so I would go through weeks of working like no other and then I'd go on like I I think I, w- I don't know how many times I went to Colorado like four maybe I mean that's so pretty cool you know? I know, yeah one, no it's one. awesome it's awesome but I so like that I almost treated it like my break every time I went I mean to, you deserved it you know what I'm saying yeah so like easy. I've not been outside you know I'm taking vacation like you did in like three years yeah. before yeah. But, yeah consider yourself lucky yeah so talking about like going to Denver I know you talked about a little bit of how it was but you know how has it been for you to the, now that we're talking towards the end of the summer that you've been there already four times now compared to your first time? I definitely, like, I mean, every time I went, it wasn't necessarily I was there for a long time and, like, a super, like, vacation, like, go all these places. But I definitely saw, like, by my last trip when I was there compared to the first time, you know, you kind of, like, see just a different... You just look at everything. And you're like, oh, you could do this. You could go mm-hmm. do this. Because you you're more this. familiar with yeah, it. Yeah. When the first time you're there, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I don't really know where I am. Those mountains look pretty. Yeah, because like- <laughs> the first time you told you back in episode four. Yeah. You said that people dress like hipsters. Yeah. No, they do. It's And it's just like, I think it's just such a shock the first time I was there that I was like, uh, what is going on? Yeah. And it's just different. And I mean, not that I like. Like I said, when I was there, I wasn't down there for a long time. But every time, it's almost just like I just got a little more comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. So besides going to those, you know, awesome country concerts over there and <laughs> here as well. Yeah. What was your favorite thing that you and Owen did together over there? Since, you know, there's obviously more things to do. It's a new it was a new like, you know, atmosphere to hang out. Yeah. at. And then congrats to you guys for your one year anniversary. Because <laughs> it hit, like not even like, two weeks ago, a week, a week ago. Yeah. Was, yeah. Two weeks ago. So, yeah. Happy for you guys. Seriously. Thanks, proud of you. But, yeah. What was your, like, you know, favorite things yeah. to do or yeah, one th- a thing that stuck out? I don't... I'm trying to think of everything. One of my favorite things is, like, we went on this, like, little hike thing, which I'm not, like, a big hiker. <laughs> but, like, Owen... I don't want to say Owen is either, but he's definitely done it, like, way more than me. And I think that was kind of fun just to, like, experience hiking there in Colorado is like a super small little trail like nothing compared to some of the stuff down there but still like being able to experience that was fun and then another one of my favorite things is just like they have a lot of like little small towns within Denver too that I think were like so cool like just like little shops little like hole in the wall things that you were like you know I think that's another thing why by the end of it I'm like okay I'm like it is a little bit nicer than I thought because it is just like you got to find the little hole in the wall things. Yeah. You can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, correct? exactly. So, yeah, you see, I'm like pretty jealous that you went to Denver because, you know, you know me. I, you know, I love to travel. I know. I love all these big cities because, you know, I'm a big sports guy. Yeah. So, A, you know, I'm assuming that you went past, like, you know, the, Den- the Denver Nuggets Arena. You probably didn't know. I have but no you, idea. Like, you, probably did. Yeah. you probably went past the Rocky Stadium. And then, yes. third of all, you went to the Broncos stadium. The Broncos yeah, stadium. Yeah, I've seen Luke Combs. And ever since the last episode, Emma, EC, 
Um, You're obsessed with Luke Combs. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> after that Nashville trip, I don't know. So after that Nashville trip I took back uh-huh. in the end of June, it kind of changed me. I kind of like country now. So I'm like, oh now we talk, yeah. I'm like, you see, I'm jealous. <laughs> so tell me, I got to ask about that. Like, talking about Luke Combs, is he like legit good live? I mean, yeah, he sounds just like he does on the radio. No, like, you know, limp sing BS that uh, no. other artists do, or he doesn't talk to have, like, all like all these fake artists do? No, 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 no. He didn't, I mean, if he was lip syncing, I couldn't tell, so he must have did a good job, but, yeah. And you're up there in yeah, the, the nosebleeds. Yeah, we were way up there. And it was cold, right? It was cold that day. And it wasn't raining, right? No, I don't think so. Okay, so... Not that I remember. So, was, was there, like, a favorite memory, like, a funny moment that you had at that concert? Or, like, you know, what was your favorite song he performed live? Oh, jeez. That was a... I don't know my favorite song from him. I mean, I really liked all of his opening people that sung, too. Because I just feel like you got, like, a little bit of everything all at once. You know, like, some of the best artists were, like, they're playing before him. So I don't know if I could pick a song, but I really liked how... He did that before the concert. How there was a lot of like openers for like him. Like he made sure that he had uh, he made sure he had a good lineup. Yeah. To build that momentum for the fans to uh-huh. make sure to get more hype for him. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of smart, you know. He yeah. really not saying that he we knew for a fact he did that, but we can assume, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because there would be some like you know artists, you know, that has like lousy openers, and it's like Ugh. yeah, and sometimes like you don't know who the openers even are, but exactly. like yeah, for. For me, when I was there, I was like, yeah, those were great openers. Like, almost just with those three, like, the three that opened for him, that lineup, it was like, you have to go, even if it's Luke Combs or not. Yeah, I mean, how can you pass that opportunity? <laughs> yeah, out? yeah, exactly. So, besides Luke Combs, can you list me all the country concerts that you went to throughout this whole summer? Because you went to, obviously, more than one. Yeah, so, I'm trying to think. I feel like I went to one before Colorado. I went to the one, the two in Colorado. I don't remember who the one was. I said it in the last episode. Uh, I can't think. And then Luke Combs, and then Morgan Wallen, and then Zach Bryan. And I think that's all I went to this summer. Pretty sure there was one before. I think there was two. I know. I remember that you said there was Garth Brooks, but that was during the springtime. Oh, yeah, I did go to Garth. Okay, if you include that and what you just mentioned, mm-hmm. which one was your favorite concert? Oh, I mean, Zach Bryan's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I think he's like one of the best. His that was con- most the most recent one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, me and Owen went to his concert like I think it was last fall, and he wasn't really like super famous, uh, more popular okay. at that okay. point. So like it was in some old bar in wow. Michigan. So we were like right there in front of him. I think so, I remember uh, seeing a Snapchat story like that. Yeah. That was him. Yeah, that was him. Oh my! And then now like we went to this next concert, and I mean he still is great and is awesome. Like in concert. But just I don't think anything will ever compare to like that first time we went. But he still puts on like a great show. Zach Bryant, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, you see, you're a real fan of him. Yeah. Can't say no. We can say you're fake. Exactly. You're a fake fan. Exactly. So going back to the Denver, Colorado. You know, I remember I liked how you mentioned that once you went there more, you found more things that personally suited you, right? Mm-hmm. So you see about that. Would you ever go back to Denver? Like, live there or visit? Like, visit, not live there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd go visit, like, 100%. What would you try to do next time? Um, I think I'd probably try and do more, like, stuff out, like, outside and, like, stuff within the mountains. Like, more like, hiking? Or yeah. Like- just, like, it, even just, like, going to look at stuff, you oh. know? Because it's just, I feel like I didn't do that that much. I mean, we did it 
some the first time I was down there and like one time Owen and I went on that hike but it wasn't like you know I did like crazy stuff like yeah. Owen did some like super fun stuff it so looked like it mm-hmm well, I'm happy that, you know, you had a good time in Denver. And then how was your that drive back? Because you went to Denver, helped Owen pack his things, and literally drive from Colorado to, you know, yeah. here home. Yeah. How was that? Was there any crazy moments that happened in the road or anything like that? There wasn't anything crazy that happened. It really wasn't an awful drive home. Like, we just kind of went and, like, you know, it was nice because it was just two of us. It's not like we had to, like... You know, it's not like we had a whole family in the right. car. Like with my family, we go on road trips. We're stopping every hour because somebody's got to pee and somebody's <laughs> yeah. got to do this. So Owen and I just like hit the road and went. And then we stopped in, I think, Iowa City. And then we just woke up and, next, and left the next day. So nothing crazy happened, thankfully, honestly. Yeah. Like I was nervous after like all the accidents with freaking alec and then yeah yeah. that's scary and lydia yeah so anyways i want to talk about purdue okay so when do you go back you know Mm -hmm. i move in august 17th and then we start that next which is my birthday yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) wow what a good birthday gift it was like easy leaving me (laughs) (laughs) so like how do you feel that school is pretty much here and then like what's your like how do you feel about that awkward transition to the end of summer to that start of college? Yeah. Um, honestly, like school being here, I'm kind of excited because like I was saying, I worked a lot this summer and I'm just it's weird saying going to school might give me a break. But like for, right. for me, I feel like I'm kind of excited to just be at school, be with all my friends like. Down there, yeah. yeah. And also, I feel like a little more like I was saying earlier too, prepared going into the school year for countless reasons but also like this is my first year going into like Purdue again you know like last year I had no idea what Purdue was going to be like the year before that I was going into Earlham I had no idea what that was going to be like so now I have like a little bit of like familiar of a consistent yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean I feel like for most students that go back to school it's like a love hate like because like you said you know it sucks that you're leaving your friends and family and making money but yet it's awesome that you're going back to school. Yet you have to deal with all that homework and hours of studying. But yet you're down with your friends down there and you're looking forward to those activities like like you know homecoming, yeah. tailgate, football games, basketball games, yeah. etc. So EC, I want to ask you: Are you satisfied with the group of friends that you have down there? Are you thinking it can it can it can be even bigger? Yourself, yeah, I mean, like my like close group of friends, I'm very satisfied with them. Like I think I have like a great group of friends in my corner. I also think. I definitely could always make more friends, especially because last year was my first year there. I wasn't very like, I didn't really like know what I was doing. You know, I was kind of. Yeah, you still had people around you, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I still made friends, but I just feel like I could make more. Yeah. You know, but like my close like group of friends, I'm satisfied. and Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like, heck, you never know. You know, one of your other best friends can come later in the, you know, at the end of next semester, if not spring. Exactly. So you just never know. So, you see, like I said, you know how you know, I talked about how kids, you know, college students are really looking forward to, like, like you know, fun activities later yeah. in school year. What are you, what are some things that you're looking forward to do at Purdue? So, it's just like, you know, do you want to do intramurals? Do you want to do, join a club? Still grind out the co-rec or what? Um, I think I'm definitely super excited for, like, sports and stuff to start. Like, tailgating. Um, that was a great time last year. And then, like, basketball games were a great time last year. So I'm excited to just, like, for that, like I said, too, I'm excited to be around my friends and just, like, 
having people around me all the time. I I don't know. That makes me excited. Um, I mean, you're so cheesing about it right now. I, I know. I'm excited. Um, I don't really know what else. I think just like the social aspect of being back at school makes me excited. Do you think you're going to do intramural basketball? You know, I don't know because I didn't – like last year, I didn't know when it was or like what was going on because I was just like – Just look it up, you know? Yeah. You talk to people. But like I remember – one of my friends was there that was like trying to make a team and then like next thing i know it was over and i was like oh i didn't <laughs> like i you no, know yeah, just yeah. like your first my first year there yeah. i had no idea it's what kinda, was going yeah, it's on hard, yeah yeah i mean hopefully you can get back on show, yeah show your talent you know <laughs> from Erlem, from the early day, <laughs> yeah. Erlem days yeah so you see talking about like you know a little bit about academics how do you feel about your courses this coming semester yeah um well are they still like gen eds or are they really or half of them really like focusing on your career pathway? Yeah, most of them are focused on my career pathway. I'm basically over all the gen eds. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely going to be a little more difficult. Um, not necessarily like the psychology courses, but like the preoccupational therapy courses, just like a lot more of like the anatomy and med term uh, and all that stuff. So I'm not looking forward to that. But also I've had a pretty easy go. Like psychology is not a super knock on wood yeah. for me it hasn't been super difficult of like of course like when i think of my friends like owen engineering for example is studying is studying his life away and i'm like doing a baby simulator yeah. on my computer you know yeah, yeah. well you had it you kind of had it coming you know the courses were gonna be like harder you know? yeah 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 you know where you're getting into now yeah i know what i'm getting into i am a little nervous because i like i want to keep my gpa up as much as yeah. possible but like yeah, I feel a little more prepared. Yeah. Well, you see, I'm going to give you some advice. Can't wait that. to hear yeah. it. From the goat cheese. Uh, Dean's list every year, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Stop, okay. Stop. <laughs> I think sometimes that's if you want to. Uh-huh. But, you know, if you want to, you know, maintain a good GP, you have to make some sacrifices. Oh, yeah. So say it's second semester and then your friends are ask, you know, asking you if you want to go out for Thirsty Thursday at the Cactus, <laughs> which is uh, opening back up. Sometimes you have to say no because you have a big exam to study for yeah. or a big lab. Yeah. So I think some, not all the time, but, you know, you have to make some sacrifices. No, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Thank you, Cheese. Yeah, anytime. So st- speaking about being 21, Easy. this this is the school year where you turn 21 on February. Tell me about how you feel about that. Huh? And tell me which bar, based on what others say, that you most looking forward to go to on campus. Yeah, I mean, being 21, I think it's is exciting i mean i don't know like for me i'm not like oh my gosh 21 so excited because that's just not like really i don't know but i am still super excited and like it's kind of i'm in that weird in between where like some of my friends are 21 and some aren't (laughs) until like the end of the school year so i'm interested to see how the school year is gonna go with like half my group of friends going to the bars and the other half being like it's it's gonna uh, be weird yeah yeah like like, what are we gonna stick with this group or the other group yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and i'm kind of late too like february but that's still good because it's still in the the school yeah exactly where there's there's still nothing to do you know what i'm saying true so that's gonna uh, preoccupy that yeah yeah that's before like a little bit your birthday always think about it's like always a couple weeks before like the big 10 like Uh uh, championship games and like the march madness that's how i think about it (laughs) yeah um oh, what was it bars the bar that yeah. i've probably heard about the most is obviously i feel like harry's uh, Be- but i don't know anything like that's okay. just what i've heard is the guys, best guys whoever's listening to this i have a hot take especially for those that went to purdue 
I think Harry's is overrated. What? Really? Yeah. I don't think it's not that great. You know, I think it's a good bar to casually drink at during yeah. the week. But if you want to get lit full sun on a weekend, I think there's other bars like the Cactus. Well, I was going to say, I've heard Cactus is a good time. Oh, um, you should be thankful that it's open back up. You're going to have a heck of a time. Was it open for you? Yeah, it opened before. And then once it was open for me like that first semester. Yeah. And a little bit of the second semester, but COVID hit and then it closed down for a bit. Yeah. But, you know, out of nowhere, we all got surprised saying, hey, it's I know. It's that back was up. like completely out of nowhere. So, I had no idea. So, um, you know, for this upcoming school year, you know, for dang sure I'm coming back to Purdue. <laughs> and, you know, and I have my cactus cup still at my house. Yeah. So I'll be bringing that <laughs> okay. bad boy with me. Yeah. So maybe cactus. I don't know. I'd say. I'd say you, can see heard, you can see Harry's. I've heard the most about Harry's. Like, all that's right. just all I know. But, I mean, yeah. I feel like either way, um, you're going to have a good time. So, do you have, do you have it planned out or no? You're not even thinking about that. Not at all. I don't have it planned out. <laughs> you, so, you get you get to have, like, you know, the cliche, the banner around says, hey, she's 21. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 21st. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 21st. Oh, my gosh. That's so awesome. So, you see, <laughs> on a serious note, back okay. to being mature. Okay. Adults. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you have for the incoming freshmen? Whether um, if it's social, academically. Yeah. I thought about this. I was thinking about this earlier for some reason. Um, I would just say, like, don't be afraid to, like, A, go out there and, like, do new fun things. But also, like, take care of yourself, too. And, like, prioritize yourself in I a mean, way. Yeah. Like how you were saying earlier, like, sometimes you have to say no to your friends. And. Sometimes it doesn't look like that. Like sometimes it looks like saying yes to your friends because all you're doing is studying the whole time and you need to get out yeah, and like do you something. Said, yeah, you don't want to say no all the time. Yeah. Just everybody's different and yeah. I think like depends on like you, you said the need, majors. Yeah, you need to like prioritize yourself and know what you want out of the year and like mm-hmm. do what you can to make that happen because it's kind of a big transition for a lot of people. It is. Yeah. Especially when you're like far away from home. Oh yeah. For but, sure. Yeah, you can relate to that because uh, early on, that was like three hours. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give a take on this. Yeah. My advice for those incoming freshmen is that, dude, make your, the syllabus your best friend. Oh, yeah, for real. Because, like, in high school, they kind of spoon-fed you of when, like, what's due, right? Mm-hmm. Over there, um, whatever college you go to, most of the professors you're going to have, they're not going to care. Yeah. Saying, hey, that's due, that's due. You know what I'm saying? Like, make the syllabus your best friend because it tells you every, like, when's the assignment, like, you know, when assignments yeah. are due how big each assignment or exam is worth your grade so you can like really focus on that and just you know yeah all the information is literally there so like every day literally of the semester i would check my syllabus to make sure if i got this done you know yeah i google calendar is literally my best friend there you go yeah and there's like i mean if anyone's like actually listening to this that wants to do something like that but there's like a whole you can on excel you can copy in your syllabus and the due dates and everything and then like copy and paste it into the google calendar so like it'll put in on each day like when you have stuff due so you don't have to actually open up your syllabus every time oh it's like it makes it faster yeah so i don't know if anyone would actually like want to do that but i do that and it helps me so much because i like Instead of on a Sunday when I'm like, oh, do I have anything to do? I can just like, I have Google Calendar on my phone. Yeah, I, can yeah, I was going to say, you can it. check on your phone as well, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Besides having to log in your computer, opening files. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. And then why I also do on that syllabus, I'm sorry we're talking about syllabus, but dude, syllabus like really yeah. come in clutch. <laughs> yeah. What I did to make my life easier, every time I got done with an exam or an assignment, I would color code it, right? Uh-huh. Black or red yeah. to make sure, oh, okay, that's one it's less uh, yeah. assignment. 
uh, the, you know, to focus on, you know, yeah. on to the next. Since, you know, even though 16 weeks is a long time, it seems like it's a long time with exactly. all the studying and homework. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. And also, like, for me, I love crossing things off. Like, I have a to-do <laughs> it's list. It's the best, right? I know. It is different in college. Like, if I really want to get my, like, have a good day, I'll literally make a to-do list of, like, stupid stuff just, like, in ge- just in general throughout the day ju- right? yeah just to be oh, able yeah. to like cross it off because it just makes me feel like it feels so good to cross yeah. something off i know there are some people just like that too mm-hmm. and then ec for another question about this sim- similar to this what advice do you have for transfer students going from one college to another yeah and then personally if this was like 19 year old me i mean 21 year old me like listening to this right now i would i wish i could have that advice or more yeah my probably like best advice that I don't know if this would be for everyone, but something I wish I would have like known myself is just to like give myself grace in like just everything. It's kind of a lot and it's kind of like intimidating because depending on the school you're at, like you don't get all the information freshmen are getting at all the like, you know, when you're a freshman you get like so much stuff. They spoon food the freshman uh, yeah. they spoon feed the freshman more than the transfer students. Yeah. And, like, which, in a way, I I loved, like, being a transfer student last year because I didn't have to, like, go to all the stupid, yeah, yeah, stuff. But then again... And you had Owen, like, to help to guide you, to be your personal guide. Yeah, but then again, I think it's, like, it can be pretty beneficial in a way, you know, of, like, being able to just learn more about, like, campus and things going on. And, like, how we were saying earlier, intramurals, like, that stuff, like, if I would have just, like paid a little bit more attention of even how it worked I probably would have been more focused on like when it was and like actually trying to do it you know and so I just think like giving yourself grace on no matter what happens and like allowing yourself to just like accept like being at a new school being at a new place being around new friends making new friends after having to do it all again or yeah doing it all again from like having to do it another year it's just like probably the best thing that I wish I would have told myself is like it's it's fine you know like you don't have to you don't have to do all the things right now because even though you're a sophomore junior whenever you transfer like that doesn't mean you have to like be doing all the things that the sophomores that have been here the whole time have been doing find grace and really do it on your own basically yeah just like yeah be patient with yourself yeah trust the process trust the process (laughs) yeah you know great advice from those those two questions ec (laughs) (laughs) no really that's awesome so i feel like ec this year you're gonna like you're gonna do great without doubt i have faith in you like seriously if like you know if you really not saying that you never did this but if you like really need to talk to someone or if you need some advice on college dude you can hit your boy up. Thank you, Cheese. That means a lot. Yeah. And also that you're going to have other people to support you, not just me. Your mom, yeah. Shelly, your dad, Jay, Alec, Lydia, you know, lots of people. Yeah. And, you should, and I feel like I know you're thankful, but I'm really happy that you have such a great support around you. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, I feel super thankful. I feel like this past year has been a wake up call for like my whole family of just being like, wow, we do have a lot and like we need to lean on each other and all this. So. I mean, I've I've always been a big family person, but especially since I've been in college, it's like I realize how many people I have like on my side cheering me on. And that's another piece of advice is many people you can like have on your sideline. Like, don't ignore it. Like, take it in, you know? Yeah. Like, be thankful for it. Yeah. Don't take advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. So there's this one thing I want to share with the audience, right? Mm-hmm. So back when I was listening to the Full Send podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts in the game right now. So this uh, Kamar Usman, he's like the UFC champ. 
what the best of the best. He said in the post 10 podcast, he said that if we all threw our problems in a circle, right? Yeah. I guarantee you take yours. True. Think, think about that. Yeah. If we th- all threw our problems in a circle, I guarantee you take yours. That's deep. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Yeah, so basically, awesome. yeah, like we were saying, you know, be thankful what we mm-hmm. have because it could be worse for us. It always could be worse. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm blessed. And speaking about blessed, you see, I'm blessed mm-hmm. to have a uh, friend like you. You know, Thank you're you. awesome. So you're, am I. You're caring. You're outgoing. And then, like I said, you're you're gonna make it your year. Thank you're, you. I have so no much. doubt that you're gonna have a successful junior year. You know what I'm saying. Thank Obviously, you so it's much. not it's not gonna be easy. Like we said, college is not easy one bit. Yeah. But you know, that means a lot, cheese. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna you know grind it out. Yeah, grind it out. So. I also want to ask about, you know, during your leisure time during college, you know, do you have any like podcasts, TV shows or movies that you're going to grind out this year? That like I want to watch or listen to? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you want to watch during your relaxing time. Do you have like a show that Mm. you already have planned out? No, I don't. You should maybe work on that. I was going to say, I I would take any recommendations because I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, now you know to make a list, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because honestly, nothing is better then like you know you know turn in an essay and then you can reward yourself by watching i don't know an episode of outer banks yeah true when's that new season isn't there a new season out? they haven't really announced like an exact like oh. uh, release date but they said maybe sometime next year oh okay well i mean yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i got you hyped up for outer banks huh? <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> so you see it's time for the cheesy question of the day drum roll please <laughs> <laughs> so i made this cheesy question of the day right when i knew that you were going to be on. Okay. So today's cheesy question today is that if you had to give up one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Not being able to play spike ball oh. or not being able to eat Wendy's? Jeez, that's hard. Oh, my gosh. Probably I would give up Wendy's. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I've being around Chick-fil-A. Yeah. has helped me you know break the bond okay. a little bit yeah. more and it's it doesn't i mean it helps that it's at purdue too yeah exactly but if i wasn't around like good like other places like chick-fil-a for example i'd probably place or say spike ball because we barely even played this summer i know it's crazy compared to the covid summer we were yeah, playing like, literally my feet were like stained black because i'd be <laughs> yeah. like barefoot and i'd be all over the place yeah most of the pictures we took that summer your feet was so <laughs> i know that I was mean, fun. Well, you I mean you have a chance? You have a, like you know a lot of opportunities to play spike ball at Purdue at the oh yeah, at the, yeah. Uh, in the mirror fields because mm-hmm. that's all they do half the time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean best of luck, best of luck to you in your school year. Thank best you. of luck to you in uh, spike ball. Thank you. Play. Thanks, she's. And then you know, thank you for being on EC. Thank you for having me. I love being on. Yeah, you you do an awesome job like always. Thanks. So you know, you can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook. See ya. Bye. <laughs> okay, guys, wait. There's a bonus question that EC forgot to ask during the pod. So here's the question. Okay, geez. Question for you though. All right, let's hear it. Okay, since this is the birthday podcast, which happy birthday, by the way. Thank you so much, EC. posted on the birthday. What do you think you learned the most or like your best piece of advice for um, that you got this year at this age? For being 23? For being 23. That's a really good question, EC. I feel like being 23, the biggest thing I have learned is that to try to do – Try by doing trying new things, mm-hmm. 
Because, like, for example, uh, like the podcast, you know? Yeah. Besides having second thoughts of it or besides not doing it, um, I did it and look what happened, you know? Yeah, you We're at it. episode 10. And then actually, good, uh, good, uh, nice that you brought it up because I heard a stat on, a one, on this one podcast that saying that most podcasts fell after episode 7. And here we are, episode, episode 10. 10. And yeah, just, and, then, and then for a while before I turned 23, with all you know, with Alec and all the boys going golf, I didn't even like golf. Yeah. I thought one day I said, "Screw it, I'm gonna try golf." And look at me, I'm into golf now. I'm trying, even though it's a really hard sport. Yeah. Um, I I like it. I like the challenge of getting better. Yeah. Uh, so I think the best piece of advice of this age is to try th- like try to have an open mind and try new things because you never know if you will like that activity or not. Yeah, great advice, Cheese. Thank you. Yeah, that's an awesome question. You see, so Thanks. yeah, thank you.